Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy, uh, what is this, Wednesday? So we're, what, two days from Christmas? I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge Christmas fan. I much prefer Thanksgiving, but, uh, yeah, over conspicuous consumption. But this year feels extra weird. You know, I've been busy with work all the way, all the way through till today. Uh, and still will, you know, pop into the office again today. So I'm not really sure when I'm going to start feeling festive. Uh, (laughs) You know, I've bought some gifts. I handed out some cards, all that stuff. But I don't know. I still, it feels more like a year-end wrap-up than an actual holiday season. But I'm not complaining. It's been an interesting year. Uh, Trump is not going to sign or he's threatening to not sign this stimulus package until the checks get raised, which is hilarious because I think Democrats all along wanted more money. You know, they I'm not a huge uh, fan of the spending, but um, I do think it's kind of insulting to send people who need stimulus $600. I mean, it's nice to get extra money and it's a thank you, but if you're really struggling, 600 bucks is not going to make a dent. And, you know, there needs to be so much more done for people who really need stimulus and maybe put some uh, rules in place for people who just took advantage of all the programs and didn't really need the money. You know, I think there are several companies here that just raised some question marks like, why did you need stimulus money? It's not clear. Um, But everything here is not clear. I mean, if you read about St. Louis and the antics and our politics and stuff, you'll just crack up. It kind of reminds you of the stories they tell you about Chicago, but we're so much smaller than them. But uh, I guess it doesn't matter. I watched a documentary a couple years ago. I think it's called All the Horses, All the Pretty Horses, about this lady who was in this small town that's outside of Chicago, really small town, and um, it was on Netflix. You guys should watch it. She was like the third person or second person in charge of this little town. It was a town. They had a mayor and this lady and, uh, you know, like one other person. And when this lady went on vacation, and she seemed rich because she owned horses, Uh, So everybody assumed her wealth came from horses. But in reality, she had built something like $25 million from the little town. She would forge checks and uh, write write for grant money or whatever kind of money. She would get the money to do the repairs on the streets or whatever. But then she would never do it. She would just pocket the cash. So and it had gotten she was supposed to get two signatures at the bank or something, but she had figured out how to just do it herself. People trusted her. It was crazy. I mean, she was taking like, I think the biggest she took in a year was like 15 million. Meanwhile, potholes, uh, the, the town is falling apart. The next town over is like, how do we have extra money? And they are out here borrowing money. It makes no sense. And like I said, she went on vacation and the lady who stepped in, uh, to do her uh, job for the week or two she was away just couldn't believe like she just couldn't understand like things didn't make sense I think they had to call the feds in this lady had to narc on her and secretly record her and all kinds of stuff it takes a lot 
So that's the thing that lulls criminals into some sense of complacency because they think no one's watching. It just takes a really long time to build a case against somebody. And, you know, this lady, uh, she was pretty brazen about it. But a lot of people who think they're slick, they're not slick at all. Eventually, you're going to get caught. You just hate to see a a town get victimized uh, for 25 mil or something crazy. This lady was just robbing them left and right. Um, And it may have even been more than that. I can't remember the details. You know, I uh, don't always do the details great. I do details. I don't remember details. Uh, that was incredible to me. It's called All the Pretty Horses, I think. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. Before I get to my friend Sheila's recommendation, I've got to finish Fargo, uh, which is on FX, which I'm watching on Hulu. Hulu has everything. Thanks, Hulu. And apparently when I apply, when I bought into Spotify, my membership included Hulu. So I could have been watching it all along. So anyway... Uh, Fargo is very good. I've seen most of the first season, loved the second season, did not care for the third season that much. But the fourth season is really, really good. Very well written. The acting is spectacular. My only beef is I'm not sure why Chris Rock is the lead. I applaud him for trying something different. But when I watch it and you've got so much stellar talent around that are actually actors... It's really hard for me to not yearn for somebody with some chops in that particular role. So, I mean, kudos for trying something different. I just don't know why. I just don't see how the people behind the show thought he was the best uh, emotional center for this particular show. I missed that. I, I would love to see like a real actor flex a little bit because this was a good role this was a really good role and it's it's so well written everybody else is just the casting is spectacular except for Chris Rock I don't I don't there's nothing about him that makes me want to watch him act see what I'm saying like as a comedian he's on fire you know but acting is a lot about what you don't say I remember once somebody asked me what my favorite screenplay was or something like, what do you think the best thing about a screenplay is? Somehow it came up and I said, the best, the best screenplays, uh, maybe even the best movies are, are also about the things that you don't hear, you know, that, that the things that the actor actor is going to bring to the role that only that particular actor could do. Because actors read screenplays completely differently than writers write screenplays. I have a vision in my mind when I'm writing, but that doesn't mean that everything that I'm intuiting into this character is going to be embraced by the actor who plays the character. And then you start to say, well, if they're going to totally change my shit, then I'm going to be the director too. Um... So that's why you see a lot of people who are writers and directors, because they they really want to see what they wrote. Uh, They want to recognize it as much as possible uh, because there's so much collaboration on a film. uh, And even still, you could write it, direct it, be the producer, and then the editor can come in and do something totally different, give it a whole different vibe. Um, So it's a collaborative process. So you got to let go of some control. Um, 
but I also see the movie in my head when I'm writing it. And so much about what an actor brings to the role is because they are an actor. Chris is not an actor. Um, He's a comedian who's done some acting. And I applaud him for trying. But, I mean, I I think it would be perfection if we had an actor in, in that role. Somebody who was smoldering and dangerous. Someone you believe all these men would die for. You know, he's got a a loyal group of people that are prepared to die for him in this show. And it's like, I don't know that Chris engenders that kind of energy. I don't know. I just think he's a hilarious comedian. And I like that he's acting. But this role was probably just a little bit. um, It was it's a great role. I just would have loved to see an actor in it. That would be great. Other than that, I have no real beef with it um the filming is beautiful the special effects are beautiful so if you have hulu uh check out fargo uh i recommend the first season the first season is a little more reminiscent of the movie the second season was just brilliant to me uh i think bokeem woodbine is even in it and he was fantastic um yeah it was good third season they got it didn't yeah, didn't work for me that much. Um, very rarely does the same actor playing twins work for me. Uh, perfect example of when it does work is I know this much is true on HBO. Fantastic. Mark Ruffalo was on fire. Very good job. Um, not so great was the <laughs> third season of Fargo for me. Um, also I thought, um, What's his name? James Franco did a great job playing twins on uh, The Deuce on HBO, which was which was kind of a tough show to watch. (laughs) But he was very, very good as twins. Um, Yeah, so I'm finishing up Fargo. It's very good. I definitely would watch it. I know I've pretty much tainted your view of Chris Rock, but you you guys are grown. You'll you'll make your own assessment. Um, But as a screenwriter, there are points when I'm watching it, I'm like, dang. Uh, boy, a, an actor could have just taken this up to 10, you know, uh, and there's so much to that craft. I listen, actors are a pain in the ass sometimes, no doubt. They really can be. However, when you get, a, you know, a good one, when you get your uh, Regina Kings and your Meryl Streep's and your Rachel McAdams and your, um, you know, Denzel Washington's, uh, then you start to realize, okay, they're, they're bringing something to this that I didn't even see, you know? So yeah, then you, you, then you tip your cap and you say, okay, but, uh, you know, when, when they're a pain in the ass and they don't bring that kind of talent, (laughs) that's probably a different story, but yeah, it's a craft and you know, we've been subject to some really, really good acting. There's some brilliant actors out here. Dustin Hoffman, um, he comes to mind. I think he's brilliant. But I hear he's a pain in the neck. But what that means is basically they ask a lot of questions. They push back. You know, would my character do this? That kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm going to get to Sheila's recommendation. But right now, uh, one of my many, many friends named Kim has me finishing Fargo. I got about two more episodes to go, maybe three. I think I have three more episodes. It's very, very good. Very well done. So I recommend you watching that too. Um, let's see. 
that that concludes my portion of recommendations. <laughs> Probably not. I'll have some more. I'll think of some more. Um, but yeah, I was. I just remembered that I was trying to finish Fargo. I knew I was in the middle of something. Uh, and like I said, I keep running into the office. Last week I was super busy. Um, so you know, and like I said, when I'm working from home, I'm actually working. So uh, I'm I'm trying to catch these things in the evenings and. It's just a lot, but I'm not complaining. I'm very, very, very grateful. And if we have to do a pandemic, thank God there's like streaming services now. Can you imagine trying to do this in the 80s? Man, just trying to watch network TV and cable would have been a nightmare. Nightmarish. So uh, anyway, let's see. Today's Wednesday. I'm probably going to podcast, but I'm not married to it. If I don't feel like it, I probably won't, won't come on. But, uh, you know, like I said, it doesn't feel like a holiday season and Monday we'll be back to business because you got to get ready to, uh, end the year. So, but I am excited. I think 2021 is going to give us a chance to flex on them. You know what I'm saying? If you did your work, if you were prepared and you planted seeds, like I was trying to encourage you all year. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. Um, yeah, you should be you should be ready to launch yourself into 2021, no matter what it brings. Yes, there will still be some COVID. Yes, Donald Trump starts the year, but he will be gone. Unpleasant things come to an end. Praise God. So, you know, just get ready to flex on them a little bit, you know. Show them what you're working with in 2021. <laughs> I hope you have an amazing day today, though. Baby steps, just uh, ease into this holiday season. Try not to get too uh, drunk. I've been drinking. You know, just try to pace yourselves and uh, we'll meet back here soon. Please be safe. Please be well. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Be grownups. And, uh, you know, be your best.